Hello, you are listening to Innovate Talks, where conversations mean more than just a sharing of thoughts, but also of one's heart. I am Eric Cruz, and I hope you can join me in the next few minutes as we talk to our special guests and listen to stories of meaningful success, love, and value-based transformation. 2020 is undeniably an unforgettable year for many of us. Faced with an ongoing pandemic that is changing the way we live our lives, and in our country with the onslaught of typhoons that has wreaked havoc to the livelihood of many, it makes us think, what does it mean to build a world that works with no one left out? And with us is a woman who has taken on the task of rallying a community of leaders through these challenging times and of keeping a beautiful vision alive, a world that works with no one left out. The president of Innovate.org, Ms. Mimi Manawa. Hi, Mimi! Thanks for being the first guest of Innovate Talks. Hi, Eric, and thank you. Thank you for doing this, and thank you for the... I was going to say thank you for the invite, but more than anything else, thank you for doing this for us. Yes, of course. And I'm um, just like you. I, I, I fully support the vision, but many people have heard of this vision, especially in the LEAP community, but maybe not many people know the story behind the vision. How did this come about this vision of a world that works with no one left out? The vision of a world that works with no one left out. Well, Innovate took over the operations of OCCI, Organizational Change Consultants International Center for Learning, Inc., in 2019. At that time, OCCI uh, had decided that it was going to cease its operations because there were a lot of things that the founders or the board members were were thinking of doing. But that vision, we carried over from OCCI. This vision came about in 1994 when the founders of OCCI got mm-hmm. together. And the founders of OCCI include Emil Quinto, who is the founder of our Foundations of Leadership Excellence or FLEX. This vision came about on the first day that they met thinking about creating this organization, OCCI. And it was borrowed from uh, somebody in a friend. It was borrowed from a friend from an earlier organization that they were all part of called Philippine Seminars Inc. And if Emil were arrived today, he would say so himself that this vision was borrowed. I mean, the words were borrowed. But for some reason, the board members or the founders were so resonated with it and could not let go of it. Mm. And the vision, the picture that they were seeing is that everyone, everyone, they, they kept seeing a world, primarily the Philippines, primarily the Filipinos, seeing everyone being able to uh, live a life that, that they were meant to live. Successful, happy. And it wasn't just one person, but they kept seeing a whole everyone, everybody. They could not distinguish anything. But at the end of the day, the group did this primarily for the Filipinos. In fact, the lofty goal, which is why the lofty goal of the founder, this is Emil, was for each Filipino to have an annual income of $25,000. Can you imagine? wow. Wow. And it was such in a lofty goal. In 1994. And it was such a lofty goal. To this day, of course, that's not true. 
But that vision has endured in the 24 years of OCCI. And when we put up Innovate, nobody had second thoughts about it. Everybody just said, no, we're bringing over that vision, that vision of a world that mm. works with no one left out. Where everyone's lives, you know, we see with the work that we're doing, the lives of the people we would touch would be empowered. Mm-hmm. They would live the lives that they were meant to live happily, successfully, and that uh, our programs would make that possible by being able to touch people who would touch other people and see it as an exponential growth. Right. So we carried over that vision. It was a unanimous uh, decision from the founders mm-hmm. of uh, Innovate. And to this day, that's the vision that we hold on to. And oh, by the way, two of the founders of OCCI are members of the founders of uh, Innovate. Innovate. So, Innovate. Yes. So right. we're all products of OCCI and we're all products. We are all friends carried over to the new Innovate, which was created to meet the challenges of today. Precisely why the word is Innovate. And right. that vision is the one that holds us together. In spite of our differences in uh, differences in methodologies, differences in mm. seeing how we could make this organization work, at the end of the day, when the question is, is does it meet the vision? Wala, tapos na ang discussion. We are done. Uh, right. <laughs> it really goes back to it, right? It will always go back to the vision. When we're doing programs, right? Because it's all about empowerment. It's all about uh, raising everyone's consciousness. And sometimes there would be companies that would want to take our programs and they're doing products that don't necessarily speak about, you know, they speak about the higher self or uh, their push products perhaps promote the vices of, uh, of the people. Oftentimes, there is a there's a feeling of no that we don't want to do this. You know, some of the some of the members of the organization will say we don't want to do this, mm. but it always boils down to the vision. It's a world that works mm. with no mm. one left out, right? So it will mm. always go back to that one. It has always been our guiding force. Right. And so when when Innovate was created in twenty last year in twenty nineteen, with so many things that were going on. The programs, and we were expanding our programs in Innovate. Mm-hmm. We've started, we've kept our personal mastery trilogy, Flex, ALC, and LEAP, remember? And then we expanded mm-hmm. that to the eighth intensive, primarily for personal mastery, bringing it to the children, kids play, team Flex. But when we were expanding our programs to include other types of uh, programs that can help build skills, both hard skills mm-hmm. and soft skills. Mm-hmm. The only question that needed to be answered was, will the programs empower people? Will the programs right. help right. people live their lives better? Will it, ha- will, it, will it help them? Will the skills that we give them improve their lives, improve their relationships? Mm. And so that has right. been sort of the parameters on how we would choose the programs that we would have and we would mm. promote. 
Yeah, and it seems like this is a, a daunting task, right? I mean, right from the very beginning in 1994, I don't exactly know the situation, the social situation then, the social landscape. But now it's so it's, it's very different. We have the pandemic and, of course, a lot of things going on in people's lives. Um, was there a point, Amy, as the president of Innovate.org, that you thought that it's just too big for you and that you wanted to give up? Yes! <laughs> I will be very yeah. honest with you and I will say yes. You know, when the pandemic hit in March, I was still very hopeful. You know, we can do it. I was still hopeful in the old paradigm of doing things the same way. Right. And as the pandemic, as the time went on from one month, it became two months. There was a part of me that was saying, ayoko na, this is just too much, too much, too much. Uh, and I was, I was at a point of, how are we going to do this? How do we, how do we make this happen? And then of course, you know, we built a community, right? We built a community. And then I would see the posts mm-hmm. in social media. I would get messages, especially some people saying that, thank God I took the program because I was able to, you know, I was, I was able to use the word. I don't want to use the word because it has a negative connotation now. It's about being resilient. Mm-hmm. But more, about, more than being about resilient, mm-hmm. it's about making life work. And the messages were always, right. yes, it's a hard, it's hard. My, my life is so hard right now, but thank God I took the program because I, I am now open to possibilities. Messages like my heart, my life is so hard right now. And I feel like, you know, I'm going crazy, but there is, they, they talk about acceptance. They talk about surrender. They talk about this is what it is. What can be done now? And so, even myself, although I did, could not vent it out, but I, I resonated with their feelings that, my God, this is so hard. And then I look back at the community and what we've done, and, and that's the spirit that keeps me going. It's the vision that keeps me going that says, you know, it's still going to be about a world that works with no one left out. And it's not about giving up. It's about looking at what is, accepting what is, and just looking forward as to what is possible. And it's also an acceptance that, well, I may not have all of the answers in the world, but when you gather people together and you gather their, their thoughts, their feelings, and their own skills and their own, uh, and their own beliefs, then a lot of things are possible. So that's basically what kept me going. But honestly, by you know, it started in March. By April, I was like, I wanted to run away. <laughs> but, but yes, it must have been very difficult, Mimi. Yeah, and it was just me having my own conversations with myself, you know. And we all have that. I wanted to run away, but something kept me rooted in it. I look at the faces, and it wasn't just a community. I look at the faces of the people in the organization. And I look at the faces of the people who depended on the organization. 
And one of the things that I always believed in was that, you know, if you just continue going, even if it's just one step at a time, even if you're crawling, as long as you're moving forward, then a lot of things are possible. And, you know, at the end of the day, the universe will give it to you one way or another. You may not get it the same way that you used to get it. But being able to fulfill that vision can be done in various ways, in so many different ways. And sometimes even simply by just being kind and being, being holding on to holding on to our higher self at all of the time, you know. And when you feel like, especially when you go up and you feel like you're screaming, you want to scream at mm-hmm. people who are not wearing their masks, people who are not social distancing. Because mm-hmm. I go up, there's a part of me that wants to mm-hmm. scream at them and say, Atpa! There's a part mm-hmm. of me that always remember, all right, where are these people coming from? What, what are their beliefs? And all of these things. And that grounds me. That grounds me in accepting that, hey, we're all in this together. People react differently. And I can be a message. And if I can be a message, I also know that the organization right. is a message. And of course, it's, it's your personal experience of things. But it's different when you are putting together a community. And of course, yes. when you refer to the yes. community, we're pertaining to the deep community, the people who have taken our trilogy program, Flex, ALC, and Leap. And these are all leaders with, as what you've said, very different yes. perspectives, different solutions, different stories. And how do you think has this vision influence um, the way this community works, and especially now that we don't congregate in person? Um, how it works is that Connection is not just in face-to-face or in seeing people, right? In being around people all the time. You can establish connections in various ways. And when we gathered, when we started, when I started gathering the people back together, ground them in that, okay, we are now facing a new normal. How do we want to do this? One thing was clear was that we were still going to be about transformation. See, remember, remember, and I'm hoping people who listen to this would take our programs because we have this thing about how to manage change when it happens right. to us, right? And change is the one thing that's constant. And right now, it's really not just change. We're actually in what we call a VUCA reality. You know, everything is volatile. Everything is uncertain. Everything is complex. And everything is, is really just hard to take in. And, and sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't stay the same. The, every minute something else is happening. Mm-hmm. But when you're grounded on the principles of transformation, that you anchor yourselves in your belief about yourself and your belief about your fellow men, mm-hmm. a lot of things can come up. And so in one of the, one of the things that we talk about is how to manage change. You can look at change as a threat. You, you want to run away, which was my initial thought. <laughs> run away. <laughs> run away. Or you can look at it as an opportunity. Always reminding myself, you know, every moment is a learning moment. What am I learning now? Mm-hmm. And what is being presented to me? 
And when you pose that questions to the leaders that you that you put together, then it sort of grounds people into all right. If this is what it is, we accept that this is what it is. What else is possible? Mm-hmm. So that's that's why we focused on creating programs, still being able to do programs virtually. You know, we had to, as most companies mm-hmm. have gone, uh, have done is that they would do things virtually, meetings virtually. And after nine months of doing this, we're all masters of Zoom. We're all masters of web conference, <laughs> web conferencing right. apps, right? But that was a shift that needed to take place. But the initial shift had mm. to be in the belief that anything was possible, that we could do this, that our programs right. do make a difference, that when we mm-hmm. enlighten people to look at how they can change their perspective about their life as it is right now, then they open themselves up to the possibility of being, of still being able to create the results that they want for themselves. Luckily, there are people like you and the board who carry on this vision to make it alive. Right. You know, but the beautiful thing about this, and I have to know, know this, I'm not That's alone in this vision. Exactly, exactly. And if I were alone, then yes, it would be, have been so easy to give up. But I wasn't alone. I had the facilitators. I had, uh, I had the organization. It wasn't just the board. It was the people who stayed in the organization and created and put their minds together to come up with programs that will continue to transform, that will, con- that will allow transformation to take place. And, you know, the definition of transformation is not being able to change yourself red to black or black to red or change your personality. The whole notion of transformation is to give yourself the ability of being able to see things differently, to give yourself a different perspective. And if you're seeing things differently and coming from a different perspective, then you're now going to see a lot more other things that perhaps you weren't able to see before. You're going to start seeing possibilities. And look at what we're looking now at at the people now here after nine months of the pandemic if you see the social media the posts it's all about appreciating their families appreciating their loved ones appreciating what they have yes people miss what they used to be able to do but part of the message is all of this appreciation of what they have and how important it is for them and so when you tie it all up together there will always be possibilities for growth it could be a different a different career or it could be a different way of doing your work. More importantly, growth in your own relationships with yourself and your relationship with others. If you are outside of the organization, how can you contribute in this beautiful vision and turning it into a reality and making sure that it's alive? Well, if you're outside of the organization, there's several things happening. I would encourage people to take part in the programs that we do. Take part in the personal mastery programs that we do. We now have, you know, we have the Flex Online. We have uh, Foundations of Leadership for Teens, for Kids. We are doing coaching. Uh, we have a coaching program. And we even have a certification program. So I encourage people to take part, 
to be a part of those programs, to take our programs and see what's possible for them if they truly live the concepts or truly live coming from uh, a different perspective of uh, their, their lives, themselves, and what, is, what they're capable of. That's one way. Mm. Our community also, especially in light of this pandemic, have come together to help people who are in need, especially after this la after the uh, the disasters the that have been taking, the typhoons that have been happening. The community, mm. and there's not just one group, but several groups. They form different groups coming together, finding ways and means to help, finding ways and means to help people to to bring relief to the people who need them. And ways and means, and it's not just relief in terms of goods, that people are there to sit down and listen to people who are in need. So that's how people can contribute. You can be part of it. You, if you log, if you, if you join us through our, and you can see us in our social media, in our Facebook, there's several things happening all at the same time. You can participate in that one. You don't have to be. You don't have to be a member of the community for you to help. But if you want to be part of the community, is for you to take our personal mastery programs that are uh, that are offered online and hopefully soon to be offered face to face, right? So we'll have our regular classroom sessions once it's possible to do so. That's how people can be part of the community that continues to grow. In fact, I didn't think mm -hmm. with the pandemic that we would be able to increase our community. But the funny thing is, because mm -hmm. of the pandemic and because we've been able to make this a, a virtual program, we are now having participants from all over the world coming in and joining our programs and being part of a community. Mm -hmm. And so now the vision is going beyond the borders of the Philippines. It's going beyond already because we're yeah. now having other people join in, join our programs. And well, what are we talking about in these programs? The vision. It's a world that works with no one left out. And how do we do that? By seeing ourselves really as capable of being able to do that. Believing yeah. that we matter. Yeah. Believing that, you know, we may be a drop in the water, but that drop ripples. Nice, no, Eric? You're part yeah. of it. And it's beautiful that we are talking about that. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> and a happy, happy and proud part of this community. Yes. And uh, you know, this, for people who are listening to us who are not familiar with the community yet, um, this community is essentially a support group after you've taken the programs. It continues to be a support group, yes. um, not just in terms of emotional um, health, mental health, but really actual help and practical means especially i i saw this in the facebook group and if i may just share um it became a rallying platform for people to get help and to send help to the members of the community posting things who needs rescue and support um and it's beautiful that way because the vision is kept alive in day-to-day -day lives of people as we are ending this conversation um it really is beautiful because it's not just an abstract concept it's not just a lofty idea oh, no. it becomes real in the lives of people yes and so um maybe my last question for you mimi is what does it personally mean for you especially to make sure that it, the vision is kept alive 
personally, it keeps me grounded. And so, while it's normal to, like I said, when things happen, I wanted to run away, right? And mm. just let go. I don't need this. I don't need to do this. Mm. I just worry about myself. But that's so fleeting because you mm. come back to, to earth, you look around, you look at, I look at my family and I look at how our relationship is better now and can be mm. made better. I look at my friends and my loved ones and how I am with them. Because it's not, it's not a lofty thing. It's a day-to-day thing that you can... And at the end of the day, the vision is all about love, I guess for me. Right. And because the right. vision is about love, and it, therefore it applies to everything. My family, my friends, my work, the people around it's the one that stops me from screaming at people when I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, wag kayo mag-inapte. Talaga, ganyan. Talaga, talaga ganyan ang buhay. Sabay-sabay tayong lahat dito. But it's the one that keeps me, that, you know, it reminds me. And so, yes, while I can go to my dark side, the one that pulls me back for me is love. And a world that works with no one left out. It's a vision that's about love. And for as long as I can hold on to that one, then love will be the basis for this organization to keep growing. And the truth is, right. some pe- for the people who are, who are going to listen to this, they will think it's just so personal, right? Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine, if you bring it with you, the programs that we do, it's all about transformation. It's not just for you personally, but It's in everything. The programs that we do is even in the corporate world. How to bring that Mm. into an organization. How you're able to see each other differently. How you're able to come together and create the results that you want together. How you can strategize. Mm. How you can operate. So at the end of the day, the vision, again, a world that works with no one left out, will always be about love. Love for yourself and love for others. Beautiful to end this conversation with love, Mimi. Yes. It really is all about love. All about love. Someone would be very happy to hear that it really is all about love. <laughs> and this is an invitation to continuously choose love every day in this rapidly changing world to establish those connections, making sure that no one is left out. And so, with that, thank you so much, Miss Mimi Manalo, the president of Innovate.org for sharing not just your thoughts about these pandemics, but burying your heart and soul to us. Probably the first time that you're burying all these things has been months since the start of the pandemic. But thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing your stuff to us. For everyone who's listening to this podcast, thank you. You can get to know more about us through our website at www.innovate.ph and that innovate is spelled as I-N-N-O-V and numerical8.ph as well as through our Facebook and Instagram channels. And so once again, thank you so much, Mimi Manalo, and join me again, everyone, in the next episode of Innovate Talks.